There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. There we go. There we are. There you got it. Yep. Sorry. Not a problem. Look, let me just point something out to you. We got the trifecta going today because Andy is at the doctor's office. AJ had to leave for his other lame ass job. And now Brittany's leaving at quarter to 12. I quarter. To, yeah, that's actually right. I was like, wait a minute. I was going to defend myself. And I was like, no, <laughs> the problem is, defend. okay. I did this thing where I made an appointment too close to the time. And we always go a little bit over, which is fine. I love hanging out a little bit or later. I actually have a blast with you guys, but I was like, Ooh, I better leave when Kristen does, but it's okay. Cause Alex is probably coming in as well. So I would think so. Yeah. We'll just make the switch. I would think that's probably true. The family of an Alabama inmate who died in prison was forced to have a closed casket funeral after the body was returned severely decomposed and missing its heart. Why would that happen? I don't know. So the guy was in prison. Yeah. He dies in prison, and all of a sudden he's severely decomposed and is missing his heart? So, like, what happened to the heart? Hopefully we can find out. According to a federal lawsuit, Brandon Dotson's family spent five days attempting to get his body released from the Alabama Department of Corrections. But when the remains were finally turned over to the family, they noted there was bruising on the back of his neck and excessive swelling across his head, according to Fox News, which cited the lawsuit. The family then hired a pathologist to conduct an independent autopsy, which revealed the man's heart had been removed from the chest cavity, the lawsuit claims. The family said they do not know where the organ is or who took it. They also do not know exactly what caused Dotson's death. Well, the prison doesn't know what killed him? Yeah, that's, give me like, oh, ick feeling. What I don't like that there's no accountability here. That's super creepy. Why would you take someone's heart out? Somebody's got to know. I knew it. I looked at the picture. I knew it just had to be a white guy. Oh, because they're heartless? Because <laughs> they're heartless. Yes, that's exactly what I meant, because they're heartless. The Alabama Department of Corrections performed an autopsy on Dotson and removed the heart thereby concealing the true cause of death. The law claims by taking this action, defendants intentionally or recklessly destroyed or altered key evidence that deprived plaintiff of the ability to determine how the deceased died through an independent aut- autopsy. So they cut his heart out because it would have shown how he de- was. He, he's obviously like beaten to death. It sounds like anyway, doesn't it? It sounds like, well, okay. I will say this. 
there has to be a market for either research or donation that somebody is tapping yeah. into because there's no yep. other reason you would take someone's heart out. Well, it did say when they took the heart out, they by removing the heart, they concealed the true cause of death. But why would now, they? How would that be? Yeah, and why would they care if they hid the fact that he had a heart attack? That would be their hands would be free of anything if there was some sort of right. heart issue. Yeah, that's a weird deal. I, I will tell you one thing, though. I'm looking at his picture right now. He's a handsome young devil, I'll tell you that. I bet you that family paid a pretty petty, because I can't imagine it's cheap to get, like, your own autopsy. I would imagine that's true. You know, looking at this guy's picture, and again, this is a judgment thing, but he does not look like a guy who would commit a crime. Not at all. Uh, he was in for burglary, it says. He was serving 99 years for burglary. Whoa. 99 years yeah. for burglary? I have a feeling this is not his first-time offend. Like, what? how do you... Or it might have been, like, an armed robbery-type situation, uh, potentially. But... Oh, yeah. Sounds like somebody had a bad lawyer. He does not look like a criminal at all. He looks like somebody's cute kid. Oh, that makes me sad. Yeah, what are you going to do? The family is seeking the return of Dotson's heart so it can be examined by an independent pathologist. At this time, we do not know where the heart is. That's bullshit. That prison knows exactly where his heart is. Yeah, this there's something going on, and I would employ that this has been happening for a while if you casually do this. Yeah. So he had bruises on his head, his face, his neck. His heart's been taken out. I mean, somebody beat him to death, it sounds like to me, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, prisons aren't known for their transparency, really, with anything they do. Because they know <laughs> that, true. you know, most of the time somebody goes to jail and they're or prison and they're kind of forgotten about. And nobody's really checking on what they're doing. So, yeah, I'm not surprised at the lack of transparency here. The lawsuit claims that the alleged misconduct of prison staff was tantamount to a death sentence. The filing goes on to claim that Dotson had complained to prison staff that another inmate was threatening him with violence. The staff reportedly moved Dotson from the segregated housing portion of the prison to its gen general population. Gen pop, gen as they say in prison. Look at you. Well, I used to go visit my friends in prison all the time. It was unbelievable. Gen pop. Actually, Alex and Catherine went with me a couple of times. Well, more than a couple of times. They went. Well, we spent a lot of time in visiting prisoners up in Stillwater. All That's right. all I know. All right. You know, it'll happen. I, uh, you know what I'm saying. I should see. Uh, does Alex remember any of it? Oh, I would think so. Absolutely. Right. She was. Uh, she had to be. No, she was actually probably in her early twenties. Oh. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to take like a five. Hey, let's take the five-year-old to prison. I mean, yeah, I'm interested to know the cir the circumstances surrounding Alex going to visit somebody in prison. Well, I, I'll leave it up to Alex to tell you who it was who we went and visited in prison and why oh. she would be going. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, she should be in, I would imagine, in the next 20 minutes. Yeah, you know, so it gives you 15 minutes before you have to rush out the door. Take it easy. I said 10 minutes what? early, and it's now I'm leaving. You, I think you want me to leave earlier. It's like moved every couple minutes. Now I'm leaving at 8.30 a.m. Well, didn't you hear me whispering? <laughs> Kevin, move the clock way up. Yeah. <laughs> we set all the clocks forward 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Just moving forward. We'll be good to go. Um, yeah, so I, who knows what happened to this guy? The staff reportedly moved Dotson from segregated to gen pop, which may have put him in additional risk. The lawsuit claims it seems to me 
this is just my personal opinion, that the people who ran the prison, the guards and everybody else did not like this guy. Yeah, or like there is some, I mean, what are the chances anybody checks on their inmate relative's cause of death? Like, I have a feeling this is so yeah, commonplace good, there good that if they have like a working, because you can either donate it to, or you could get paid for schools that want to, you know, whatever, or possibly donated for use. I'm not sure on that. So can you like, I don't know. I would think the protocol for having it like be at a, a place where people are learning about the heart would be pretty casual. And I'm scared to name a third yeah. thing that they might be using it for, but to oh, eat. black market to eat. Oh, yeah. To eat. Jesus. I know. I eat his heart. What do you think of that? You action? never know. <clears throat> One of my favorites, I may have mentioned this, but not very often, but I may have had a brother who was in, uh, he was in uh, incarcerated. Let mm -hmm. me put it that way. Uh-huh. So I'd go and visit him at the workhouse. And there was a guy at the workhouse. You guys remember Mad Dog Vachon, don't you? The wrestler? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm You remember him? Mm hmm This guy looked exactly like Mad Dog Vachon. And he shuffled along. He couldn't lift his feet. He had to shuffle when he walked. So he looked like a very old Mad Dog Vachon. Okay. <laughs> the first time I went to visit my brother, I walk in, and there's this group of young urban uh urban people to my left. I look to my right and here comes this guy looks like Mad Dog Vachon shuffling. And one of the guys in the group looks up and he goes, hey, Mad Dog, you pissed your pants again. I will never forget that. And he goes, the whole time he kept shuffling, he's going, F you, F you, F you. It was one of my great experiences of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So was he missing his bottom two teeth like Mad Dog? Yes, Rashad? he was. He absolutely was. But apparently he used to piss his pants every day. Yeah. And the young, dazzling urbanites would tell him, hey, Mad Dog, you pissed your pants. Again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not again. Like, okay. You guys ever been to a prison? Uh, not with inmates in it. Oh, no, you've been to an empty yeah, one where there was a, there was a, well, I guess it was technically a jail in Polk County. They opened, uh, they like yeah. built a new one and they had an open house so the community could just come in and visit their brand new uh, jail. So. No, oh, that's good. So yeah. you went through with the family or what did you do? Yeah. Well, my dad was a correctional officer there. And so oh, that's right. That's he right. was like, ah, oh, they're doing a little uh, open house. You guys want to come take a look at where dad works? And so we all went and saw it. Did dad ever point out that when you misbehaved, you were probably going to end up in prison yourself? Uh, yeah, every once in a while. I, I had, uh, <laughs> after I graduated high school, I'd get random messages from a couple people that would be like, oh, I saw your dad. And they'd be like, oh, where'd you see him? Like the hardware store, you know, grocery store. They'd be like, nah, I was in jail over the weekend. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> haven't talked to you in five years, but uh, glad to see you're doing well. Tell yeah, my, thanks for bringing that tell up. Tell my dad I Ladies hi. and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know. It's... This cannot be true. I just looked at a headline. One of you guys put in uh, in Tom's news stories, uh -huh. University of Florida researcher arrested for keeping kids in makeshift cages. Uh, what year is it, for Christ's sake? Yeah, that's not great. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. That's not great at all. Like, what are you thinking? Right? Yeah, like, what are they? Uh, this makes me sick. Oh, you, you've looked at it in, a, in just, a different light now, have you? I just clicked on it, and, like, I was like, oh, I just, this makes me so sick. Why? 
like there's so many people out there that want to have kids that can't and it's like what are you doing what are what why so what did they do um i haven't read the article do you want me to read it yeah uh, TV20 has confirmed a couple arrested for keeping their two children, ages six and two, in makeshift cages were employed by the University of Florida. Dustin Hoff and Yuri Z31 were arrested on Friday on charges of child abuse and child neglect. University of Florida officials confirmed they work for the university, are, on, are now on administrative leave. Uh... Uh, let's see, one worked in the pa plant pathology department as a safety manager, um, and the other one was a website, looks like uh, they were hired full-time. Um, they both worked in that department. According to the rest reports, the investigation began after a six-year-old boy told his teacher that he did not want to go home because his dad built a cage to lock him in while his mom worked. Eek. Yeah, this is rough. So, yeah, I'm looking at these two people, by the way, did you see the picture of the mom and dad? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't look very pleasant. Not no. at all. You kind of caught that that bit. That's Gainesville, Florida, which is up by, uh, it's the northern northern part of Florida. It's right by Leonard Skinner. That's oh. all I have to say. Yeah. Officers say the couple kept a six-year-old boy in a cage made out of a wooden bed frame whenever he wasn't in school. They would leave the child alone in the house and the cage had been in their child's room for a year. Uh, it makes me sick. Yeah. And what's what was the upside? Because they did they think his kid, their kid, would be safer in a cage? Um, I don't know. But the officers found a second makeshift cave, makeshift cage in the closet of the master bedroom used for the couple's other child, the two-year-old. Both cages had rails and springs that could cause harm to the kids if they moved inside. Do they give it any reason why they did this? No, I think they just, no. I don't know. I don't, I, it bl blows my mind. I mean, the whole reason to have a kid, I mean, I know everyone has them in different circumstances, is like they add joy to your life. And so it just blows yeah. my mind. Why? Why yeah. have a kid? Like you had two of them. Why? You know, some keep popping in my head. This has happened before. We read a story. Oh, maybe maybe it was more than a year ago. But there was a story not that long ago about these people that kept all their kids in cages when they were at work. Yeah. So they put the kids in the cage and leave for the day, and then they come home from work and let the kids out of the cage. Yeah, and there was that famous one that they had that girl escaped, and her brothers and sisters were tied to the bed while um, because they had stolen food from the pantry because they were starving. Um, and that was a big one and they came out and they've been in interviews and stuff since it just, I don't know. There's no, there's no sense to be made. I just feel sad. Well, it just is so weird that people do things like that. If they'd be much better off if we put them in a cage, a two year old, How? like that's, that's Ethan's age. Like what, what's to be learned? What kind of world will you live? Like in this, Oh, I just want to, we got to, let's take a break. <laughs> We'll take a break so you don't tear up. Thank you. We'll be right back, and Chris and Burr will join us right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. 
As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Before you head back to one of the big box stores for your hunting and shooting needs this season, do yourself a favor and visit my choice, K&L Surplus and Ammo in Lino Lakes. Not only does K&L have one of the widest selections of firearms and ammo in the Twin Cities, they also do business the right way. They want to make sure that you have the right firearm and the right ammo for your needs. Jim, the owner, has over 25 years of experience in the business and will help you find what you need at a fair price. Speaking of prices, a lot of stores are using inflation and supply shortages as an excuse to raise prices on ammunition. Not K&L. Jim's doing everything to hold the line on pricing so you can spend more time on the range. Find out for yourself why K&L Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go in and chat with Jim in person at the store on Lake Drive and Lina Lakes or online at klgunstore.com. klgunstore.com. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy. For your second home in Florida, Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys' new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to OneKeyWest.com. That's OneKeyWest.com. This This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I will do it. I promise. There's no question about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris and Bert is brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Kristen, you need to save us because Brittany was going to burst into tears and we were here listening to some great Christmas songs and then AJ ruined it with the worst Christmas song I've ever heard in my entire life. What's the worst Christmas song ever? What was it again? You guys remember? Uh, well, there was Name two. The well, the one AJ found was um, the one about the dad dying on a well, dying but not dying in a bus crash. Oh, that's right. Oh, my. And then we and then we also have the uh, Yin Yang Twins. Kristen, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. Put out a Christmas album that was absolutely atrocious. So yeah, we have. So two. the Chris, the bus one was an old fashioned Christmas. Parentheses, 
daddy's home. <laughs> yeah. That just sounds so depressing. I mean, I, I was going to say like the worst one would be like grandma got run over by a reindeer, but obviously oh, yeah. there are far worse ones. Yes. Oh yeah. It's this guy. And then dad comes through the front door cause he, he missed his bus. Yep. So everybody on the bus died, but he wasn't on the bus. It was rough. It was a roller coaster of emotions I don't want to go on. <laughs> ah, what are you going to do? So, Kristen Burt, you're here to cheer us all up. That's all I have to say. Oh, yeah. I just want to say that we are all geniuses here at Tom Bernard Show because geniuses. we keep talking about all these topics in Hollywood, and they all keep coming true. They do. It's true. They do. Yep. Um I've been talking a lot about how I think we're going to start seeing mergers of a lot of the streaming oh, networks. And it's happening. Showtime is no longer going to be a standalone streaming network. It is officially merging with Paramount Plus as of January 8th. You know what pisses me off about that, though, Kristen Burt? Tell uh, me, Tom we, Bernard. A couple of times last night, Catherine and I went to, to our, one of our you know favorite shows on a particular channel. And because they merged, they tried to claim we hadn't signed in. Or we needed to re-up. Mm. So... That no, I'm not doing that. I tell I tell you, I was trying to think of who that might have been. It's you know what it actually might have been because Amazon Prime owns Freebie, right? Correct. But it went to Freebie and they asked to sign in or join join or sign in. It's like what? Why is this different now? You should be able to just go to your Amazon Prime and then go to the live channels and find Freebie. Yeah. You'll find the video yeah. on demand and you'll find their, their live channel as well. Is that what we have to do? Don't yeah. tell me. Did Kristen leave already? I mean, uh, Kristen, did Brittany leave already? Uh, no, she's helping Ralph get logged in. And so I just removed her empty box from the, oh, from the okay. screen for now. Okay. Well, just I just make it look to... cleaner and prettier. Yeah. <laughs> she has to leave at quarter two. And all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute. It's only 26 after. It's not quarter two. Yeah. <laughs> I came on and she's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I just have been replaced. And that's all there is to it. But um, I, I, we did talk about this morning, very early this morning, that streaming television is getting better by the minute. God, it's good. It's going to be interesting, though. And, and this is going to be something people are going to have to start thinking about because we have now seen and there's been some big announcements in the last couple of days because everyone's trying to keep um, money flowing. So yeah. Disney Plus is now, or I should just say Disney in general, is taking some of their properties and licensing them over to Netflix. So for those of you that are just looking for certain shows, this may be a way for you to just back off one subscription and just keep another. Um, they are bringing over shows like This Is Us, Grey's Anatomy, um, You're My Wife and Kids, Reba. All of these will be over there for 18 months um, for an agreement with Netflix. So these are going to be some interesting things, but this is way the way some of these networks are now generating cash because it's not coming through the subscriptions. So is this still the guy who was inspired by, uh, I can't even remember what the hell company was at the time, but Netflix used to mail you movies to watch and then you sent them back and then of course all of a sudden in supermarkets they had machines for netflix that you could buy the discs they so still have this... it that's red box mm -hmm. which is different than netflix oh because it used to say netflix on it yeah way, way, a long time ago uh so maybe he sold off that portion of it or whatever but but i mean netflix has been through like two three iterations here and they're still the biggest in the business aren't they 
they have emerged the winner. Yeah. So after all yeah. of these streaming wars fights, Netflix has remained the winner. Although they've pulled back on, on a lot of like that freewheeling spending, those days are completely over. Yeah. Yep. However, they are still the ones that everyone else looks to as kind of like the model. And that's why Disney is saying, we need the cash. We've got some great, you know, ABC properties. Mm-hmm. We're going to give them to you and license them to you for 18 months so you can watch them exclusively on Netflix. And that's kind of a big deal. We also just saw DC take a lot of their movies. They are licensing them to Tubi. So there are going to be a lot of options that may be a lower cost for a lot of people because I know people are really starting to take a look and go, why am I spending $200 a month on all these mm-hmm. streaming services? A lot of the shows that you do want, maybe you want them on Disney. Well, they're going to wind up on Netflix. And maybe you just need to cancel one of them because you're going to have it all in that one hub. Tubi obviously is free. If you're a big DC fan, this is an opportunity to see all of those movies for free. And who owns Tubi again? Tubi is Fox. It is Fox. Which is okay. also under Disney. <laughs> Which is also under Disney, exactly. Which is also so, under Disney, yeah. My God, Disney owns a lot of stuff we don't know about, don't they? They do. It's it's and it's complicated because people get very confused thinking that Fox News and Fox Entertainment are the same thing. They are no longer the same thing. Fox no. Entertainment is owned by Disney. Fox News is its own separate entity. So it's really confusing. No doubt about it. It is very, very confusing. There's no question about that. So what are we gonna are we gonna end up with kind of like the old days where there were five networks? There was PBS, CBS. You had NBC, you had Fox, and you and had ABC. the ABC. Exactly. Is, uh, is it going to end up being Netflix, Amazon, Hulu? I mean, is that it's going to end up that way, isn't it? It is. It's going to get streamlined probably within the next five years, just out of sheer economics with right. all of this. It's just the competition is too great. The expenses are too high. And remember... These are tech companies originally, like if you're looking at like Netflix coming in, um, they came in as a tech company to disrupt the entertainment industry. And that is exactly what they have done. But they've realized not understanding the full Hollywood model that it's pretty expensive to run a Hollywood company. And this is why we also saw the strikes this summer, because they've disrupted the entertainment industry so much. They've basically helped do away with the middle class actor. Yeah, no question about that. That's a very good way to put it, the middle-class actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt about that. So I just, so we're going to end up, I mean, it's not end up kind of, but it's kind of like the way we started, those five networks I just talked to. It probably, because at the top, of, I notice when I go to somebody's house, the top line is usually Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon. That's their top line in almost everybody's house. So they've already got that part figured out pretty much, don't you think? And maybe if they have kids, they they have the Disney Plus or they're huge Star Wars fans, that type of thing. And that you can bundle with Hulu. So that's another option. And and they're putting those two together within the app. So that's going to help sort of merge all of that as well. And who owns Hulu again? ABC. ABC. They, um, okay. Yeah, they're in the process of buying out Comcast share because Comcast did have a mm-hmm. share of Hulu, mm-hmm. but they will be the sole owners by 2024. And isn't so ABC technically be... Disney too? ABC? And they own Disney Plus. Yeah, is Disney too? Yeah. So Disney owns everything. God, Disney, kind of... Hulu, ESPN, yeah. Fox, Tubi. <laughs> they own all of that. They do. Honest to God. 
that that's so we're going to end up with the same five networks owning everything anyway probably because now that you're seeing showtime merging within paramount plus um hbo merged with discovery creating that weird conglomeration of max on streaming this will happen several times over but what's happening too and i, I kind of be clear about this you know hbo used to have a very clear identity um showtime used to have a very clear identity once they're merged within paramount plus or or like even max having hbo and and discovery together you kind of go what is this channel because Mm -hmm. oftentimes if i pull up my max channel and take a look at everything it's like half home renovation shows. And then I'm like, yeah, well, I'm looking yeah. for, you know, and just like that, or I'm looking for the Sopranos, you know, it's, it's harder to wade through all of that when you don't have that clear identity anymore. And that's going to water down some of these brands that have been established for decades. You know, it's interesting is in a way, this is a good thing for me. Anyway, I, I would guess for everybody, because we're catching up with Mary McCormick has a show that was on USA network. And I, I was trying to think of the name of the show. You know Mary McCormick. You guys would know her if you saw her. Um, and it's kind of a cop show. I don't remember the name of it, but it's really pretty good. Catherine and I just stumbled upon it last night. I don't even know what we were looking for, but we just happened to see this. Go, hey, why don't we try watching that? Um, God, what the hell's the name of it? I can't. I cannot think of it. But Mary McCormick was in it for like, it. I think it was like in the mid like. 2015 to 2019 oh in plain sight in plain sight yeah that's yeah it. it was 2008 to 2012 it ran five seasons so that's what it was she was really good in it what what does she do where did she go i used to watch her on scandal she was in scandal i'm oh, trying right, to remember right. i love scandal i'm like i'm waiting for that yep. to somehow have some sort of revival reboot i don't know yeah. but it was probably one of my favorites yeah it looks um, like she's in something called heels Twenty-one to present. That's what she's doing now. Professional wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a professional. Is that a shoes or professional? I don't know. uh, No, definitely professional wrestling. Uh, Looks like yeah, premiered in August of twenty twenty-one. Heels and heels with something I would watch. It airs after pumps. Yeah, right. (laughs) And glides. (laughs) Kitten heels. Everyone graduates. Flats. Ballet flats. Yeah. And there was a kid that's with her in that show, In Plain Sight, Mary McCormick. There's a young man who plays her. She's a cop, and he's her cop partner. He's terrific, too. I mean, one, one thing that's really good for me, anyway, maybe not for everybody, but for me, is all these shows that I, I never saw on the USA Network. Or what were some of those other networks that were around that nobody ever watched? TNT, TBS. Yes. Right, right. Yeah. And yeah. you know what's interesting, too, with the renewed interest in suits um we're already seeing the sort of lawyer procedural show come on back so we've already seen a lot Uh of castings floating around here in los angeles so we're going to see a lot of like suits type of knockoffs coming back to the screen so that's going to be kind of interesting it's like the new trend tevin is so excited suits is his favorite show okay he lives and dies by suits all day he's a princess megan fan like he's reading all the royal books in his bedroom at night first of all this shows how much i pay attention to the royal family so suits comes across netflix and i was like oh like i'll check it out i heard it's pretty good and i see megan markle on screen and i was like that girl looks familiar 
I was like, where do I know her from? And then I like looked it up and I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's She's like good. just the princess. That Meghan yeah, Markle. That Markle. Yeah, so. yeah, I have a question for you on that. I've never asked this question before. Mm -hmm. Picture Meghan Markle in your mind right now. Okay. Yep. Right? You got it? Mm -hmm. You ever seen her mom and dad? Uh, yes. Where did she get her looks from? Because it wasn't from them, I'm telling you. Oh, her mom's beautiful. Oh, I must be looking at the different. Maybe her dad married some other woman because his current wife is not a knockout. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, his her mom Doria Ragland is beautiful. Doria Ragland is her name. Doria Ragland is her name. I don't know her. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, so he must be remarried or something. Yeah, I, I, I think he's been married several times. Oh yeah. No. She's, she's beautiful. Her mom is really pretty. Her mom's stunning. Oh, okay. So that's where she stunning. got the look. Yeah, from. you totally. She gets her looks after her mom. She looks very yeah. much like yeah. her mom. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, because dad is. Uh, He's uh, a work of art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a work of art. Yeah. Oh, um, I mean, like posing for like paparazzi photos days before her wedding <laughs> that was like on a global level you know everyone was like looking at the story and paying attention to the headlines and your dad's out there posing for paparazzi photos it was awkward did we do most married person in america on this show or was that the yeah, family yeah this yeah, show and this it's one. stuck with me since glenn oh my god yeah glenn from indiana glenn right. from indiana you're you know about this ralph no, this, this sounds great. It's good. I'll send Ralph you the, the LA Times link. Ralph from Indiana has been married 31 times. Glenn from Indiana. Glenn from Indiana. Yeah. 31 yeah. times. That is a lot of alimony. Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> a lot of alimony. It doesn't seem like the wisest financial decision. It's no. a lot of checks. I don't know. You know I wonder how, how well off Glenn was. He was a Baptist minister. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, and that doesn't seem very godly either. The best line in the article, I read it yesterday, Tom, but can I read it again? I'd love it. He married teenagers and grandmothers, farm girls and drug addicts, virgins and prostitutes, preachers and thieves, taking and shedding partners as casually as a square dancer. So he, it was all equal opportunity for Glenn. Glenn. Glenn will take anybody. Just Glenn was a lover. Glenn <laughs> was a lover. Now, we should mention, by the way, one of his marriages, uh, his wife was 20, and he was 57, but he looked like he was about 87. Yeah. Oh. Well, there, what do you now, think? There it is. Yeah. Yeah. She's so pretty, too. Look I know. She's well, you know, yeah, she's very pretty. in a ministerial or a clerical uh, position, you know, people will turn to you for advice, and they can be very vulnerable, uh, particularly, you know, women are turning to a man preacher. They can be very vulnerable. And um, I kind of think maybe he uh, used, used that, uh, uh, that vulnerability. Abused his power. Well, yeah, I think exactly right. You know, that, yeah. that's, not, that's not normal. It's not polite either. But it's, not I wouldn't think so. it's just not that nice. Well, by the way, Alex, I have to warn you because oh, in another five minutes, Brittany's going to break into a run to get the hell out of here. So don't let her run over you. I asked if I could leave 10 minutes early for an appointment and your dad has now made this the most dramatic thing that's ever happened this is, on this show. Do you this just want shocking. Tuesdays off again, Brittany? You know is that what, what you're is looking that what for? Is? is that what it is? You know what? I'm Pretty good so, point, Kevin. I am so sorry that we always go over and so I never want to trust 
that. And I don't want to leave abruptly. I thought this would be a lovely way of doing it. You know what, you know what most people would do? Just make your appointment a little bit later in I the screwed afternoon. up. I made it so exactly. far in advance. It was my bad. I'm sorry. But I will not punch Alex in the face when I run out of this room. <laughs> well, like welcome. usual. You're welcome. <laughs> Just today. This is, a, this is a doctor's appointment you have? Yeah. Is it with a psychiatrist? You're welcome. <laughs> I knew you were going to go yeah. there, and I thought, I well, didn't know. Yeah. I'm just asking a question. Are you allowed you to mean? ask those questions? I'm just asking for HR. Yeah, he was asking as Tom to Brittany, not HR. not as a coworker. He was just asking as, like, as Tom. <laughs> is he docking you 10 minutes of pay? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> the big dough. She's going to have to cough up the big dough for leaving 10 minutes early. That's yeah. all I have to say. Yeah, you'll eat, you'll hey, eat cat kibble see. for a while. I've gone to see therapists in my time, uh, believe me. Thank God. Yeah. Well, you know. It seems like it really work. took. No, oh, it took a lot better. Hey, I haven't killed anybody, so that's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. is something. How, when's the last time? <laughs> there's still time. When's the last time you saw a therapist, Tom? I'll, I'll full disclosure, I see a therapist, so I don't want you to feel like I'm putting you out there. But, like, when's the last time you went to a therapist regularly? A couple of months ago. Good for I, you. I went to it. No, Rene Sternow is his name. He's one of my favorite people in the world. Rene's a great guy. And we never get, you know, I mean, we've been through some tough moments, no question about that. But uh, no, I would highly recommend it to anybody that needs a little help and a little direction. Going to see a therapist is a great idea. There's no it, doubt about it. Therapy's far, the best. It is. As far as uh, psychiatric care, therapy uh, for people who, you know, without the need for medications, like it was psycho without psychosis or things like that, one of the best things, most constructive things I think a person can do. Really, it yeah. helps you sort through yeah. things. You know, many times you're never cured or you never you can't heal all the wounds, but it dramatically improves your strength and your coping mechanisms. When you get to things like uh, psychosis, schizophrenia, and things like that, yeah. Yeah. if we need medication, man, that is a much harder deal. Yeah. Much harder deal because. People take their medication. They feel great. Stop taking their medication. It's yeah. just a rough road. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. One of my favorite experiences, Perry Roth, was. He, Perry's no longer with us. He's a great friend. As a matter of fact, he ran into trouble because his name was Perry Roth. And there was a very wealthy man in Minnesota named Percy Ross who used to give away money constantly from his office. So people would come to Perry's office and go, hey, can I get some money from you? He goes, no, that's Percy Ross. I'm Perry Roth. They would, <laughs> they would confuse him all the time. But one of my favorites, I went to see Perry Roth, who is a dear man. He's a great guy. Aaron, his son, is still a friend. I don't see him much, but great guy. But I'm sitting there talking to him, and he said, well, my next client's supposed to be here, so I suppose we should, you know, he goes, well, i tell you what. As soon as he taps on the door, we can wrap this up, and then we'll go from there. He's 10 minutes late. He's 15 minutes late. He's a half an hour late, and I said, well, I got to go anyway. This guy is a half an hour late for his appointment. That's crazy. The reason he was a half hour late, he wasn't late. I opened the door, and he was standing in the door in a karate pose. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> He had been there for a half an hour. I asked the janitor, he goes, oh, yeah, he's been standing there for a half hour. He's like, whoa. <laughs> you never know when an assailant might attack. That is true. I've always said that. I've always lived or by that. he's a karate kid fan. Yeah. Could be. Wax off. Waxing on. Waxing Cobra on. Kai. He could be Cobra yeah. Kai. That could love be Cobra Kai. That's a good show. We only got, I think, one episode left, and then we're done with, what, six seasons? No, there's one five. more season coming. So oh, there is. Okay. Yeah, there's the final. It's the final, sixth and final season that's coming. 
six is the final season. Yeah, and hopefully, okay. um, <laughs> hopefully it's coming in twenty twenty four. I'll check yeah, on yeah. that one. So many things are just are coming in twenty twenty five. White Lotus, I just found out, is another twenty twenty five. I was like, all my favorite shows. I got another year to wait. We got to see another guy's crank in that White Lotus. Is that what's happening? I love. You have know. you tried to watch White Lotus? I watched the first episode and the guy was had swinging it in the breeze, and I'm like, why do I want to watch this? In the breeze. I, you'd hate it. <laughs> I'm not mad at a peen shot. Well, we yeah. Have to look at boobs all the time. True. We, yeah. Are you comparing the looks of a penis to women's breasts? Are you insane? I'm yeah. just saying that it's more common for people to flash boobs. So it's time it's that we a, got a peen thrown around. No, that's thrown a beauty if you don't. No, that, no. This is not beautiful. Different meridian. Different meridian. It's, it's above it's above the belly button, below the belly button. Two different things. You see plenty of guys with their shirts off. These well-built guys, and same they, as a, a okay, woman with you their see butts all breasts. the time. Okay, so in that in that realm, are you free the nip? Yeah. Free the nip. Yeah, which I yeah. could see you falling it's in the movement. hashtag free well, the nip. Well, if you want to. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, Ralph, you seem like a pretty. The, 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 the thing about it is that when you, you when any time a person exposes themselves in some way. Yeah. It's going to have effect on other people. It's going to draw attention. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, gay guys like to look at other uh, good looking guys. I when like to look so, at so it's, you're going to draw attention to yourself. Yeah. So but so. So, yeah. What, what I don't care if people walk around without clothes on, but it's awfully cold outside today. That's it's not, true. Not As a doctor, it's probably. But here's the thing. Another thing with you would be why you I think you'd be free to nip is you got to let your work shine. And you've done some <laughs> great work on some nips. <laughs> well, that's. <laughs> And, like, you should have them framed, you know, like have them out there walking around. Yeah, well, that's – don't. Yeah, yeah. Not, there's a time and a place Jennifer for that. Jennifer Aniston, every season of Friends, she was nipping every oh, yeah. single everywhere. Episode. You yes. got to free oh, that she nip. Was? Nope. Yeah. yeah. She never so was. How did you not notice nip? that? No. It what is, is like, free the nip? Free the nip is uh, the concept that women are – in a lot of places, it's illegal for women to show boobs, but men can show their boobs. And uh, it's just the idea of – Men don't have boobs. No, some of the men I hang out with or been around definitely Those have fat boobs. bastards. Is that what you're saying? So yeah, there are definitely man boobs. It's free the nip. It's there uh are. yeah, just kind of the idea that if you wanna, I mean, most I don't think most women would, but just the option that if it's not uh, something written in law that you can't. Well, yeah, well, women oh, oh. women will wear tights that show every every bit of uh, anatomy that they have yet. Will be uncomfortable not wearing a bra. See, so it's there's a little bit of inconsistency. If we want to show stuff, well, knock you so you're doing it already. So show whatever you want. I mean, it's uh, 21st century. Who cares? I mean, I rock braless a lot, but like I don't think I'm working with something that's gonna like. There's no like boob slippage. But also, <laughs> gonna you're not gonna out. go prices right on us. Yeah, you know, no, <laughs> it's it's just not gonna happen. But also, like men wear those tight stuff too, like yeah. the tights and stuff, like. I'm for it all. I don't care. Everybody, just show your stuff. Why not? Whatever. We know what's underneath there. Like in, well, and that's the thing. It's like, it's kind of like if you've seen one, you've seen them all. Like, yeah, boobs. Like there, there's small, big, whatever. It's but, just a but, boob. But like, men respond, you know, in odd ways. I mean, but like that's how the whole free the nip thing is like. Why am I responsible? Yeah. Why am I responsible for somebody's reaction? That's like me wearing blue, like red, and then like I'm a I I went near a bowl and now I'm attacked by a bowl. You're welcome to that. But if someone uh, says something, then 
And they're responsible. People are responsible for their words, Ralph. I know they're responsible for their words, but you know your reaction. You said, "Well, I shouldn't be responsible for how you react, so you shouldn't be responsible for how they react." So if they react, then you should give them the freedom to react however they want. But that's not the same. Giving somebody a pass at what they say is different. But we're giving you a pass to, to what you do. But what? What? But what? What are you saying by being uncovered? Your triggers are not my problem. Oh, that's right. So if I'm triggered Ooh. and I say something, they shouldn't be your problem. It shouldn't be my problem. That's right. So you shouldn't. Say, so you shouldn't. I be shouldn't offended. have account. No, that's not how it works. I shouldn't have accountability oh. of what you're saying. Now, if you're offended, no, you're not accountable. I'm I mean, I have that. to deal with it. Well, no, you don't have to deal with it because because you said you were. I'm going to do this, and I really don't care what anybody else thinks. Yeah. But if someone else does something, that. Uh, you may, may, well, if someone Some, says something because you've done X, well, then you shouldn't be offended. But that's like saying that that the what even if I wore something that's not sexualized and somebody says something to me because they think like I once wore um, tights with a, a a basic shoe and a guy was like, oh, the things I would do to your pump once at work, and so. Even if I'm not sexualizing myself, there's still comments, and that's not okay. Like you would be, you would say that's that's weird that you said that. So like, it kind of doesn't matter what is triggering that person. You're they're still accountable for their words and their actions. Mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise you'd say then what's your thoughts to yourself is really yeah, like you don't need to say the things that are in your head. Okay. Yeah. So you so you can, so you can do whatever. I never said I can do whatever. No, no, I'm saying so. No, per, no, not you. I shouldn't say you. No, but I I'm didn't. Saying mean, a, pers- I didn't yeah. a person can wear whatever they want or not, or less than that. And if and they should, then anybody else that's around that reacts to that shouldn't say anything. No, I think that there should be accountability across the board. So, like, mm-hmm. if if you say something that then offends me, then I can say something back. I can oh, say sure. I don't like oh, that. Yeah, sure. You're so then, to. like, well, I don't understand, like. There's no excusing. You still have to be accountable for your words if I trigger you. It's not my problem. Okay. Okay. If I, so if you trigger, so that, that's, and that's, that's a, a broad stroke when you talk about triggering people. I mean, that's how just, you, you get into a lot of like, it, it, you just, you know, we trigger people. Yeah. We so, walk around triggering people. And as an adult, I know that if you came in here and you were wearing a color that reminds me of my dead mother, I can't scream at you. That violet color reminds me of, oh. you know? But I'm just saying that, like, if that's my trigger, I could even vocalize, like, hey, I'm having a hard time. So if you came in and said, hey, can you put on this jacket? Because the color you're wearing is making me really sad. You can choose to or not. Okay. But, like, I wouldn't say that's on you to change what you're doing because I'm triggered. So if a woman's top's off and I say, would you please cover yourself up because it's, it's bothering me? Yeah, then it's me? her option to do that or not okay. for you. But if she doesn't? Then that's okay. Just like if you didn't put okay. on that coat, you know, like it's a okay. kind of easier to imagine it, I would think, with okay. something a little more basic. Is like if you decide, no, Brittany, sure. I love this color. I love lavender and I don't want to do that for you. I'd say, all right. Like I can't then scream at you or say, oh, but I would love, I, uh, you know what I mean? Like there's still accountability. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's a compromise in, in, a, in an yeah, adult that's so, how, Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'll give you that. That's Thank true. Thank you. I'll take it. Hey, that's Kristen, right. will you shut up, please? <laughs> What the hell were you guys doing? Kristen's on, and you guys took over the whole segment. I thought it was interesting. I was coming, I'm going across the table just like you were at dinner that one time. I was going to come across the table 
at her. <laughs> I'd like to see them. I'm watching you guys arguing about whether you should show your nipples or not for it's, 10 minutes. It's hey. not that bad. I just think it's interesting. Yeah, we didn't no, stand up and start showing stuff. I will stuff. just add that Hollywood on the red carpet has done the whole free the nipple yes. situation. They're not mm-hmm. walking down topless on the red carpet, but they're wearing the sheer dress trend with no bra underneath. People are embracing it. Nobody cares. Yeah. Except, yeah, a except, few random men on the internet. Right. Nobody cares except for Brittany and Ralph. Yeah, yeah these there, two. There's a. <laughs> there's an. Your nipple. Bras are uncomfortable. You shouldn't have worn one after the pandemic, anyway. True. That. That's my thought. There's a uh, there's an episode of uh, a Johnny Carson Tonight Show with Doris Day, and Doris Day was all the always uh, presented as the prim and proper uh, <clears throat> girl next door, and she uh, she was on this thing, and man, she was. She had a she had a sort of fitted uh, cashmere sweater and was uh, uh, has, had chosen not to wear a bra and it, it's very obvious that she sort of sort of was coming on to Johnny on that show so this has been going on for a long time. Doris, and they you? probably went out after the show, or oh. maybe in the dressing room. <laughs> or, or, or I think well she she liked the musicians so she had dated one of the musicians in the band or something yeah it, it's a very interesting episode and and to see that episode it just it's a different light has been shed on her and her her true life so you know hey, Kristen, so i want to thank so you for showing up for 45 minutes for no reason <laughs> <laughs> she's currently sprinting out of the studio unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kristen, thank you so much. A brilliant report, I thought. Thank you so much. I'll see you tomorrow. Kristen's number one. <laughs> Kristen Burt brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers. Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Who doesn't love Kristen Burt? That's all I'm saying. We shall take a break. Be right back. Wrap things up right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. 
Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that does doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 952-ZERO-RES, backward or forwarded, spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet. The new Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. What a world we live in right now. I got to be honest with you. I was just looking through, uh, checking my messages, see all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. You know, Hotmail, Gmail, all that stuff. Yep. There were 47 messages. All 47 were trying to sell me something. Well, yeah. Yeah, tis the season. I was just going to say, it's, what? it's that time of year. Everybody's buying yeah, stuff. But, yeah, I know it's great, but couldn't I get one like, hey, Tom, how's it been going? You know, that kind of deal. I'll email you right yeah. now and ask you how things are. There you go. Okay? There you so go. Then you'll be okay. No question about it. But that, I I do get tired of, of erasing people that want me to hear, Tom. And here's the one I really love. Hey, we're a delivery service. We put the trademark up there. and We're a delivery service. We've been trying to get a hold of you now for quite some time. Would you please enter your information so we can get a hold of you? <laughs> Dad, here's what you no. need to do. Don't delete anything no. until I come down to Florida. Then I will go through all of your email, and I will unsubscribe. I will block. I will do everything I can to minimize. So you can block it because, because what they do is as soon as someone – sells off my because people do sell your sell your gmail or uh hotmail yep. address yes like you know they do they sell that mm -hmm. and then all these companies use that to try to entice you into buying their fine products, fine products. Mm -hmm. what you what you need to do is get a gmail account that is you know like fake at gmail.com or whatever that anytime right. you purchase something you just put that email in and you don't even log on you just let it sit there because then now they'll just send them all to that rather than the one you actually use yeah my email I that i made that. when i was 12 years old is what i don't even know the password anymore but mm -hmm. that's what i give to everything that asks me for my email i'm like here it is and i probably have eight trillion emails in there and but, i don't know well, how to look that's at them. smart yeah 
That is, so you don't just dump them, they're still in there? That's yeah, just no. a trash. I can't even log into it. Or I don't know if you have an arch enemy, Tom, but like maybe I don't oh. know, like, like Howard Stern. Like find, find his, his show email. his show email and just put that in for every time you, you know, buy something from Amazon or there something. <laughs> put in his yeah. email address. I like that. Uh, a couple of good things here to close out the show, ladies and gentlemen. A warehouse filled with donated Christmas toys got destroyed by a tornado near Nashville on Saturday. The roof and walls are basically gone, but somehow most of the gifts survived it. So the walls are gone, but the gifts are okay. Interesting. Wow. There must be a God. Amazing. Uh, the charity behind the toy drive called it a Christmas miracle. Uh, number two, the Arizona Daily Star newspaper had been doing something uh uh, fun for the holidays. Uh, one page of each issue is free wrapping paper. They're doing it every day this week, and it is. Uh, they did it last week too. Each day has a different design done by a local artist artist in the Tucson. So, yeah, so you get free wrapping paper because of the newspaper. That's nice. That is nice. Very Too nice. nice. Mm -hmm. It's a very nice community uh, effort. Very, very nice. And then finally, a guy in Kansas named Michael Russell is channeling his inner Clark Griswold again by decorating his home with over 100,000 Christmas lights. Oh, man. You must not be able to see one inch of the actual house. It has to all be lit up. Yep. Probably. I would imagine. I'd Boy. like to see that. Uh, by the way, 100,000 Christmas lights is four times what Clark puts up in Christmas Vacation. So remember that scene. Now picture it four times more than that. Do, yeah. I mean, every square inch of that house had to be covered with a light. It has to. There's got to be pictures. Do you guys? <laughs> do you guys know any local neighborhoods that are well known for their Christmas light displays? Like I know Brooklyn Park. Now they have oh, a big yeah. yep. thing where they're trying to huh. encourage everybody to be a part of their festival. But I remember when growing up, there was one house that was on like the main street that every year put up this elaborate yeah. Christmas oh, yeah. display. And those, those houses are the best to drive by. Joe Souchere once sent me two pictures, a house like you're describing that mm -hmm. just decorated. I mean, it was, the roof was decorated, the walls, the, the windows. I mean, it was just beautiful uh, statues in the front yard. I mean, top to bottom, the yard, the house, everything mm -hmm. beautifully decorated. And Sushire sent me the picture because his next door neighbor in Christmas lights put up an arrow pointing at the other house and said, ditto. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay, I'm going to click the photo. Uh, Michael's been doing it for 15 years, says it takes three months to set it all up. People in his community call it the Griswold House. He expects 8,000 visitors this month. So I'm clicking on the photo. I have not seen it yet. Here, the entire house is covered with lights. I don't know if you guys can see this or not. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You see that? Yeah. I, it's just lights. Much... Oh, but can you see it without the... the... I, yeah. yeah. Kind of a... Oh, you there. Get, you can, you see can it right get there, an right? idea. That's rather interesting. I mean, this house is top to bottom Christmas lights. The amount of money that people spend on the lights because then you'll get the you know you can get the where you sync it to music that plays and you gotta have yeah, it's yep. just astonishing the amount of money people spend on it but more power to you i love it yeah i do love christmas man i gotta be honest with you i still it's it's definitely one of if not the the most important holiday to me i mean people's birthdays are great and all the rest of it but as far as a community effort mm -hmm. don't you think it's it's 
it should be, and it not all it isn't always that way, and all the rest of it. You know, I mean, Hanukkah is very important going on right now. What are we on day six or seven of Hanukkah? Something like that. I think yeah. it started last Thursday. Yeah, something like that. So it sounds, it. yeah, we're still in the early stages of I'm it. I'm pretty sure it started last Thursday. Last Thursday, so yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Five too. Days. So six. So six. yeah, we got two more days to go. That's exactly right. All right. So in any case, we'll take a break. All of us are coming back for the uh, family show, right? Yep. Andy's out today, but Turtle Dove will be here, won't she? I would think. I so. You never know with that one. You never know with that one. That's a good way to put She's it. It's a wild All card. Right. All right. We'll be back in just a few minutes. We'll kick off the family show right after this.